Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and today is Tuesday, September 26th. We'll be taking a look at the MLB slate on DraftKings and FanDuel today, as well as some props and pick 'em. We only got about five more days left of the MLB regular season, then we'll be heading into the playoffs. We'll have NFL content this week. MMA is off this week. Maybe you talk a little bit about soccer maybe on Friday, possibly. But hit those thumbs up buttons. Give me the thummy thumbs here in the morning. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. And if we're talking about MLB and we're talking about props and pick them, we got the guy in here for you. Will Priester, Chief Justice. What's up? Taco Tuesday, right? I I, I always live for Taco Tuesday. Get, get your $25 promos in for a, Prize picks. Uh, let let let's let's talk a little bit about using using your taco for for people that for people that may that may not be aware of the the best the best ways to to use the the projections on on prize picks. That I mean I I don't know about you, but like the best payouts odds wise are typically on prize picks, like the fives and the sixes. And it yeah. seems daunting. It seems like, oh my God, am I going to get six out of six for 25X? If I only get five, it's only a 2X. Typically, the tacos are priced so well that, like, if you did a five-pick flex with, with the taco at 25 bucks, to me, I think that's the best balance between, between not having to hit six 
Yeah. Also getting a getting a good amount of EV. Yeah, the various I, versions. I, I, know, I know you do the video where it's like, okay, this is where we pair the taco with, but like those two picks don't pay out the way that they should for the the expected value of the five picks. So do you always use your tacos with with five picks, or do you do you always go with the six and you don't? Care? I, I'm five and six, and and that's mostly it on prize picks. Like that, that's mostly it. Um, you know, I'm I, and really, I'm always trying to balance balance out the variance. And I'll tell everyone just straight off, and I, I, we mentioned this a little bit pre-show. To me, the board sucks today, so I, you know, I, I'm just kind of going to be hunting for value late. This is where for for me. Blender, this is where my handicapping skills, I think, are going to have to come into play with these tacos today, um, unless I decide to spread it out with some NFL, which I can also do. But, you know, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a baseball show, and, you know, we're going to keep it baseball. But uh, no, we don't I, have to keep we don't have to keep it baseball. I mean, if there's stuff in NFL, I mean, they have some early projections out for NFL. We could take a we could take a look at the stuff on prize picks. One of one of the best tools that we have here at Roto Grinders that helps you out the most is for, for all the major sports, we have statistical projections here at Roto Grinders. So you could go if Steve would show it on the screen. Like we have our plate IQ projections. Like you could get a you could get a CSV of this if you want, if you want to play around with it in Excel. But here's all of our statistical mean. Remember, these are mean projections. They're a little bit different than medians. And you could go through and you could see, you know. It even shows you like underdog points, prize picks points based on the scoring system. It'll show you like like for pitchers, strikeouts and hits allowed and walks and earn runs. You could go through all of this if you want, but we also have a Chrome extension that all of this information just gets overlaid on prize picks itself and on underdog. You'll see here. All of our projections are there for all the sports that we have statistical projections for. So if you're a Roto Grinders premium member, right, and as Will disappears because he obviously he has to up his premium subscription in order to get this Chrome extension. I don't know where he went, but uh, but if you're a Roto Grinders premium member, you get you get this overlay, which makes it even easier. So you could just go on your desktop, go on Prize Picks, and it will show you our mean. Remember, these are mean projections across. Everything that's a everything that we have uh, calculated for. So even like pitcher fantasy score, you can see here. You wait a second, and there you go. Bing! You see the Roto Grinders logo. It's right there. You could go to like hits allowed. It'll go bang. There you go. Here's our statistical projection, and these get updated. These get updated throughout the day as obviously lineups come in, weather changes, umpire changes, everything like that. That makes it so much easier for you. We also have a, pro, a prize picks. An underdog and as well as full prop uh, and pick a package where our team has already or has kind of already done the work, has already gone through our own statistical projections as well as expert analysis and given you like this is this is what we've taken. And you have to get on these pretty quickly. I mean, Will Will's back. Uh, I mean, like I have like my my I've gotten into a routine, especially during baseball season, Will. Mm-hmm. Of, before I go to sleep, I check the boards. First yeah. thing I wake up in the morning, I check the board. It's like, like even before, like the alarm goes off. I wipe my eyes. I'm like, okay, I'm up for the day. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm still. I'm still lying down. I'm still in bed, right? Going, okay, okay. I got. I got plenty of time before the show in the morning or whatever. Nope. My. I don't go to Twitter, right? I don't go to 
I don't I don't go check check my email or anything like that. No, first thing I do is I go to Prize Picks and Underdog, right? Projections, and I go, what has been put up since I went to sleep, and what should I be taking before it goes away? And also check to see what overnight if something moved since I took it the night before, and that's always a good sign. If you took something at like under six and a half, and now you woke up and it's six. That's probably a sign that you're getting the best of it. And if you do that consistently over the course of an entire season, you're probably going to show a prop. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's, and, you know, Blender, we, it's it's weird. Like sometimes I think people, you know, especially sometimes at the prop shop, they like to get into this banter of projections versus the books versus gut. And the thing about it is if, if you know how you want to approach the slate, you know, we're all going to have different times that we attack. So, for instance, when we're on the same side of things, like we're all going to be doing the same thing. Like, 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 for instance, you know, I'm just going to use this as an example. OK, just as an example, Zach Eflin is someone that I know would have moved. Like, I think he I think he hit the board at five and a half. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I did. I got it last night at five. I got under five and a half. You, right. Right. You he got it. it and he bumped it. It's now bumped down to five. But if you're in the camp that you want the over, then you need to wait. Like, don't don't take the five and a half. You just wait. You know it's going to go up. And, and let me at least kind of tell people, you can just look at the lines on the sports books, and it'll give you a rough idea of what's going to move in what direction. You look at projections. You look at sports. Like, especially if you've got SAO, you can look across all these books. And if, and if Eflin is somewhere around, as an example – you know, plus 120 to go over five and a half, but the under is like 150. Once you already know that's going to drop, right? So you just wait, you just wait until it drops and then you can take it. I'm just, I'm just throwing those numbers out as an example. Right. And like, like, like for instance, if we take a look here, remember all the sports book props are all half a point. So yeah. prize picks and underdog doesn't mind putting up the even numbers mm-hmm. and you'll get some pushes. That's why, you know, Oh, it's push picks, push picks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the only thing with pushes that I'd be uh, aware of is that when in doubt, if you're like 50-50 on whether or not you should take a projection on prize picks or underdog, is that the more, the bigger your card is, the more, the more that a push is fine, and the smaller yeah. your card is, the less that a push is fine. You Absolutely. don't want to get stuck in a situation, I, especially an underdog where the underdog, the three pick powers who you want to well. that push. Yeah. But they pay, they pay well when you hit, yeah. but if you have multiple push possibilities, you don't want to get paid on the two. Like you, you don't want it to be DMP'd or voided the first right. like tied and then get paid only, only on the two pick. You'd rather if it's a five and then you get paid on a four, that isn't as yeah. big of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Same absolutely. thing on same thing on prize picks. Like, like, dude, a lot of times when I'm on some of the even numbers, I'm mm-hmm. much more likely to just go for sixes. Yeah. Knowing that, like, it's quite possible that out of four of these even numbers, maybe I push one or two. So I'm I'm willing to to put on the risk. Yeah, of that, having that's... the lower payout, but I just don't want to get into. The, I don't want to get paid on a three pick on prize picks or a two pick or an underdog or a two pick on prize picks. So these yeah. even numbers. So when you go to the sports books, like what what Will said, 
Like here's scores and odds. And I'll show you the best odds on each side on the legal, the legal books. And you can see here, it's like Hunter Green over five and a half, under five, like all the like heavy vig, heavy vig. You can see here that yeah. like, like it should be around six and maybe it's, maybe it's leaning more towards, maybe this goes down to five and a half, right? Mm-hmm. But you see Lucas Giolito over six and a half plus 105. Under six and a half, minus one ten. Right, and that's no what I'm talking big line about. is like very close, which means Lucas Giolito's number probably ain't moving anywhere. Yeah, no, not 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 much. Um, where 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 is Eflin at currently? Because and he's already bumped. I, right. I just want to hear that one because we use that one as a as an early. Example. Right, Eflin right now the best numbers on uh, what uh, what is that Caesars BetMGM plus one hundred five over minus one twenty nine under. On, okay. Yeah, so yeah, there you have it. Yeah, there you have it. Um, I, I will say too, and I think we've talked about this too, Blender. When I get into those push situations, and I remember I did this earlier in the year with golf, when they had, I, I think everybody for some reason came out at like four birdies or something like something to that effect, but we were kind of on unders that day. I believe it was the open. What I do on underdog to kind of increase my upside. I'll, I'll actually play both segments. So I'll go a five pick with no insurance if I've got all pushes because I'm trying to increase the payout. And I'm, and, but I'm doing that when I'm extremely confident in all, all plays, right? And then I'll go a five, no insurance, five with insurance. And if both hit, great. But I had, I had that situation in golf earlier this year where I think I got one push and four hits. So I still ended up with a 10X mm-hmm. and a 6X because I went with both variations just in case. So that's just another small strategy. You don't need to do that every time. I'm not advocating that you do that every time. But in certain instances, I do think it's advantageous to run both variations. Well, I mean, it's just your whatever your standard, what whatever the amount that you normally would would put down just split that in half and do it twice i mean yeah. sometimes and, sometimes and, and, i and do, I, I do exactly that exactly what i did i went right. a half unit on both yeah i do that on prize picks a lot a lot of times i'm round robbing stuff yeah and it's like well i have i have three or four that i'm confident in that i'm that i'm i'm getting the best of it and then maybe i have two two or three that close to the line Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, well, I'll take the, the the four that that is the most off, and then that fifth one, I just rotate the uh, the other three, right? So instead of like, if I normally would put thirty bucks down, yeah. I would do ten, ten, ten with each of which each of those single ones, right? Instead of thirty on each, right? Because because yes. now now you're putting you're putting more money down. Yeah. Yeah, and let me just say this too, since, since we're talking about it, I do have have one on underdog that that I'm on today okay, that, that I think is advantageous. Uh, it is Lucas Giolito at 16 and a half pitching outs. I mean, he's 17 and a half, I think, most places. So getting him at 16 and a half, I, I feel good about that. I did check uh, the bat as well. I think the bat had him around 17 and a half, but once again, I I, I think he's in a spot where. Uh, he can get through this Cincinnati team, especially as he gets to the bottom of the order. Once again, I know the projection is going to be close, uh, but that is one uh, that I like. So, right, it's seventeen and a half on prize, right? Picks, right, and, and, and a half on underdog. Yeah, that's always I, I like that's that another one. that's another heuristic. 
to also mm-hmm. use for these sites, especially the major ones. Yeah. I know that we have like Vivid and Sleeper and Fliff and some some other ones, but prize picks and underdog, very common in, in sports betting that the more liquidity that a site takes, the more yeah. efficient their 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 numbers become. Mm-hmm. And if you see that there's a discrepancy between prize picks and underdog, that typically means something is that that it's it's another signal. It's not like something like that you look at. And you go, I'm just going to find all the discrepancies and take the yeah. ones in whatever direction I want. It's more of just a signal of if you're already looking at a number, like like that Eflin number. Yeah. Right? Like Eflin opened at five and a half on both sites, on both underdog and prize picks. But prize picks moved it to five much quicker than underdog moved it to five. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Does underdog even still... I mean, earlier in this morning, Eflin w- was still at five and a half, right? It's now at five on underdog. But once yeah. I woke up in the morning and saw that Eflin was still at five and a half on underdog, but it was st- down to five on prize picks, you know what that made me want to do? Make make a few more Eflin underdog ones, yeah, right? Because I see that, oh, I, I am hitting in the right direction. Yeah, One, one site did not move enough in time let me take advantage of it if i yeah. wake up in the morning and i don't see much moved i kind of take my hands off the keyboard and go let's wait for more stuff to come out let's wait for these fantasy point numbers to come yeah, out absolutely. let's wait pitching it because they'll put up other stuff and it's like okay and then let's see where where the market moves so like yeah i mean you do for for scores and odds.com you do a lot of you know like the handicapping the expert analysis Mm-hmm. I'm much more of a, you know, the market mover type, top down. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll compare it to projections to get an initial initial lean. And then I'll see what the market does. And I go, well, Bradish, I believe, like, here's another one. I don't know if they've moved it. But Bradish on prize picks is 35 and a half. No, this has not moved. And on underdog... He's still 35, I think, last I checked. Okay, no, because Kyle Bradish on underdog was 33 and a half. Oh, ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now, obviously, I, w- I, I, want the, I want the lower anyway. But Understood. Like, on, on, on underdog, like, if you did want the the higher, mm-hmm. like, you would have taken it at 33 and a half. Now, now that it's, it's even, like, even, like, Hunter Green, I think, well, is both, both even now. Sometimes well, well, you get these one or two fantasy point differences – yeah, and it's so it's if, if you have access to both sites, like I don't create the same cards on both sites. I create the cards with the best numbers on both sites. So if I could get one extra fantasy point leeway on prize picks to underdog, I just I well, just do it all on prize for my prize. He, picks. Here's the thing, though. And see, this, this is the trick between underdog and prize. it's a little nuance. Blend. I, I know it's a small nuance, but it has saved me on several occasions on underdog so if if i want overs let, let's let's talk through this blender if uh, i if want, you want hires you mean yeah excuse me if i want higher i'm gonna be, be very yeah. Gonna be nitpicky. Yeah, yeah yeah if i want higher than the fantasy point projection i'm typically going to lean underdog let me tell you why on underdog we get an extra fantasy point for the uh for the quality start so where on prize picks you're getting standard fan duel scoring 
underdog, you're getting that one extra fantasy point for the quality start. You also get one less point for the win. So on underdog, on underdog, it's five and five, and on prize picks, it's six and four. So the win is six, and the quality right. it's like FanDuel scoring, but on underdog, yeah. and obviously, it's much more. Li- it's much more, but it's more likely the the win is a little bit more variant than correct, the quality, right? Correct. If he goes six innings and d- doesn't give up, you know, more than three earned runs, right? It doesn't he, matter he, if his team's winning or not, and you're going to get that extra point. Correct. He could leave the game up five one and still be over fantasy points the game could finish and they could lose seven to eight but that's not going to affect those that extra fantasy point you get so i just i know that's a small nuance but it is beneficial it has worked for me especially with a guy like kenta maeda for whatever reason i've been saved on underdog with maeda overs where he's at 32 and a half on both sites and because of that quality start he gets 33 and on fan and on uh prize picks, he got 32. 32. It, right. So it's it's a small nuance, but I did want to point that out. And also, you know, typically, typically underdogs fantasy points are going to be a little bit lower initially for about the first five to ten minutes. You need to be ready. It, it usually hits the board somewhere, I think, between nine and ten, somewhere, somewhere between there. So if you miss it, you're done. But if you can catch it early, typically they're off two to three fantasy points and that's where you can kind of make make your make your case in the fantasy point world on underdog between underdog and prospect. so just want to point that out uh but i will say so, so what else so what else do you got will to, you, you mentioned the giolito yeah. one anything else on the board i let let me let me be frank with 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 the audience is that the value that's on the board right now is limited like yeah. now you're 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 flying by the seat of your pants kind of kind of now yeah like a lot yeah. of the stuff is kind of efficient to uh, to our plate IQ projections slash you know the bat projections, mm-hmm. uh, but so, I mean I know our expert I mean Michael King I know Keith and I believe Justin Carlucci both have the King over five and a half, and I'm I'm, I'm is how how many pitches? I mean the thing with Michael King is that like sure over five and a half seems good from a talent perspective but you know when i when i see when i see pitch count projected pitch counts in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. that 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 over well, that oh that over makes me makes me a little little nervous yeah now now let me get into some handicapping stuff here so if if i'm on the board right now and i'm and you're saying chief i, I want to get some stuff in like what can i get in that i still feel comfortable with even though the projections are about even I would say Gaussman at seven and a half strikeouts. I take more than that projection. He's got the skills to do it. Now I'm not going to utilize that right now. Uh, that may be the ta- that may actually be the taco today. Correct. Like I'm just going to wait. So that's that's why I'm just I'm I'm kind of waiting waiting for the taco. <laughs> Something else that I like. This was more an underdog. We've got Reese Olsen at 16 and a half pitching outs. I think Kansas City's lineup is continuing to decline. As we go throughout the season, he was at five and a half strikeouts. He's already bumped up to six at 16 and a half pitching outs. I do like that one. The, the projections are going to be close. I think on the bat this morning, it was around 15.6, which is basically saying he only goes five innings. But I don't I don't think the Kansas City lineup is overpowering enough as we get down to the dog days of MLB. So at 16 and a half, uh, this is a guy that has, you know, completed six innings and tests of strikeout stuff along the way. So I like more uh than that particular projection 
And then uh, we've got uh, Aaron Nola, 17 and a half pitching outs on underdog. Uh, I like higher than that projection. So those are some ones where I'm getting into more handicapping. The projections aren't going to – well, I actually think the projections are going to agree on on Nola, at least on the bat, I think. I think the bat had him at basically 18.2 if I remember. Yeah, but I mean, it's not that much of a gap. I mean, right, 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 I, right. I prefer the pitching out ones. The problem that I have with the pitching outs, not – I mean, you're obviously you're, – you're handicapping, right? Yeah. So you're going from a ha- very, very, you know, gut – Gut approach, which which is not which is fine. I go with a much more holistic macro approach, but I I I prefer, if possible, not to take 16 and a half. Right? I got you. 15 well, and a half because we, we see this. 15 and a half is fine, 17 and a half is fine. Eight, obviously, 18 and a half is fine also. But yeah. the what the stuff where they're coming out in the middle of the sixth inning is that. If you took a, a distribution of all the like just an average pitcher distribution, yeah, like for every pitcher, not specific pitchers, just all of them, that you'd see. Because remember, on prize picks and underdog, you need to satisfy like a fifty-five plus percent implied probability in order to be worth it to play on a five pick or a four with insurance or something on underdog. That the amount of outcomes that are like the difference between fifteen and a half and sixteen and a half. You're not gaining much. Think think very similarly to what people say about like football spreads, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a big difference between six and a half and seven and a half on a spread, or two and Absolutely. a half and three and a half. Those key numbers, because so many games, if you look at the distribution of scoring in the NFL, that teams will win more often than other numbers by three or by seven or by mm-hmm. ten or by fourteen and stuff like that. In the in the pitching outs department, you get the same thing that the extra out from 15 and a half to 16 and a half is not worth that much. And the one from 16 and a half to 17 and a half isn't worth that much. Because essentially I view 15 and a half as in they're gonna pitch, they're gonna pitch 18 outs. Like, right? They're gonna pitch the entire sixth inning. And mm-hmm. then, or they don't pitch the entire sixth inning. Because the amount of outcomes in that distribution, there's so many of them. That that one out kind of average across the board without thinking of specific pitchers that if you just blindly close your eyes and didn't care about the specific matchup or pitcher or anything, that that if I see that, oh, the pitching outs are one off on a 16 and a half, like I just don't I just don't bother taking those. I'd much rather see that, oh, the projections have pitching outs at like almost 18. And the number is 15 and a half. And I'm like, okay, that's fine for the higher. And the same thing where it's it's 17, it's 17 and a half, or it's 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 18 and a half. And then there it's like uh like oh it's a 15 and a half, 16 projection. And I'm like, okay, that's easy. I'm gonna take yeah, the yeah, yeah. because he has to pitch the seventh inning, right? So right, like absolutely key numbers and yeah, I did I did the same thing with Bradish this morning. He he opened at 17, bumped up to 18. I said, Great, now I'll just I'll just take less than. 18 and a half pitching ounces. I mean, it's, it's basically the same thing I did. This but here, here's what I will say, though, like in terms of how I how I view it when I'm when I'm getting slate specific like today. Once again, with, with the Royals, their lineup is not what it's been early. Like they've got these other guys in there. Now, and so they're striking out a ton and they don't walk a ton. And so for me, when I've got a lineup that strikes out and doesn't walk, 
mentally when I'm, I'm going through the game and I'm saying, okay, this guy's 22, 23, 20. It, I, I, it's going to increase Olsen's efficiency. And so at 16 and a half for me, Blender, when I'm viewing this, in my mind, that's a discount because he should be 17 and a half today, not 60. You get what I'm saying? So it's like the reverse of the average. And I'm, I'm getting really down into to the weeds here. But, I, you know, when, when, I, when I feel like a guy is going to go six innings based on, you know, all those other little factors, then that, that's where I decide to to hop in there. Kind of the same thing with Giolito. Um, at 16 and a half, I feel like that's a little bit more of a discount today. Uh, and, and obviously he's at 17 and a half on prize picks, which is which is a little bit different. But that, that's how I view it when I'm getting down into, into handicapping because then you know then I'm kind of looking at things on my own and I don't and I will I'll look at the projections as well just to kind of get a read and just try to average it out of my mind and say, okay, do I think the projections are right today or do I think they're wrong? today and so we've got Olsen at 15 and a half I think that projection is wrong today um I, I think he's going six innings so I that that's how I weed it out when I when I'm handicapping right and I and sometimes I'm on the other side of you yeah absolutely yeah, you know you know what you know what I did I waited for Olsen's strikeout number to go up to six and then I took the lower <laughs> right and, and guess what that's exactly what you should have done like when you want let see that that that's the beauty of this particular uh uh scenario i took olsen more than five and a half now at six i'm just gonna leave it alone like i right i, I have the, no bad, the bad projections have olsen as 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 lower than six right 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 so for but me the, but the thing but the thing is will because it's an even number i'm pair i'm putting them more in fives and sixes absolutely and i am in in like my my like i have it more on prize picks than i do on underdog yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely, but those are those are some that that uh, I'm I'm on today. Um, Michael King is just I'm just not touching Michael King. I will say I think um, another good one that I caught this morning. I think if if he's still let me see if this one is there and then I'll talk about it. I just want to make sure first. Uh, well, it's already bumped. See, Reed Detmers was at four and a half hits. It's, it's at five. Oh, no, yeah, that, so, that that moved that moved last night. That that was okay. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so never bad. mind. But so that was not going to be applicable today. But yeah, that Detmers was, one. was at when I woke up in the morning. I saw Detmers five. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's yeah. I just wanted to check, but so we've missed that one. So so never mind. Uh, so so no Detmers. And then I guess what we'll do is for everybody that's listening, you, you wait on your tacos, you wait on your discounts. And then you just kind of see what's advantageous. I know uh, some of the overlays there. I think Aaron Nola was at four and a half hits, and our projections had him, I think, closer to six than, than four and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm let's, just kinda... take a, let's take a look. Hits allowed. Nola, four and a half. Yeah, our, our projections have 5.95. Yeah so, yeah, so even though he's facing Pittsburgh, and I think he's going to have a good game, I, I still think he goes six innings. That does not mean he won't give up five hits. So, right. You know that's that's one that that I'll be on when the, when the tacos come out. I'll be I'll be participating in that one for sure. Right, and then you check you check it on underdog. Yep. Right to see what they have. Right, Nola still four and a half here. Yeah. I'm saying the, the the thing that I'm checking for is if underdog had it at five, I'd yeah. be, I'd be getting the four and a half on prize picks as quickly as I could. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's like you do it as a double check. It's not something I first look at. It's like oh. This projection seems off into a certain mm-hmm. direction on prize picks. So let me see what it is on underdog. Is does underdog have it a little bit higher or a little bit lower? Yeah. And if it's the same, I take a little bit of a pause. 
But if it's different, I go, okay, I, 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 my confidence level has gone, has gone up. Yeah. And I, I will say one of my, one of my good buddies uh, in prop shop, Kyle, Kyle put me on this one. Um, Josiah Gray is at two walks in the Washington Baltimore game. Now look, he's at plus money on, on, on the books. I understand. So, so if you've got the books, you, you take it there. I think he's plus plus one twenty, plus one forty, something like that. Like that's where you get it in. But I do think this is a good one. I think the projections had him uh, two and a half, two point six. Uh, but this is a guy that has had plus, plus one twenty on the over one and a half walk. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost Sixteen. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all new nitrogen infused Ghost Sixteen. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's allowed. On the books. Mm. At two well, books, uh, The Knicks don't have a two. They don't hang a two, right? I, I saw it on Flip this morning. Oh, fl- oh Flip. Okay. I'm, I'm talking yeah. about... It's not like DraftKings are fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because yeah, I'm like, I, I don't have even numbers on these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, uh, I, I, I think at two, I'm willing to roll that one in some of your larger cards. And once again, now that you hear me talk about this, this should tell you where the projections are today on the board. A lot of them have just moved and, and kind of priced us out of participating until we get some, some other plays. But I still think at two, I think it's worth the risk in a five to take more than, than two walks. He, he's really been struggling. I mean, his walk rate, um, let me give it, because I, I looked at it before I I uh, hopped on it. Where? The Washington. Here we go. Yeah, Josiah Gray's at 11% walk rate on the season. Walking left, he's 13%. Right, he's 9%. 10% the last 30 days. Walking left, he's at 15%. He's going to see his fair share of lefties. So I, I, I that sold me enough to hop on the two walks more than two walks more than that projection, right. but I wouldn't play that in like a three pick. That, that's a five for sure, on even on underdog. Um, right. Definitely a five or a six on prize picks. But that's another. Yeah, I already have. I already have the under four and a half strikeouts for for oh, Gray. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Right. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. It's not. It's just. It's something to throw in. It's like you get to the point where you want to. You want fives, and it's like you have four that you're fine with, and then it's like. Let me find something that's on the line because it's more beneficial to have a five on a card, even if the last one is kind of like just meh, than yeah. have four because you get paid out so much better on the fives and the sixes. Yeah, same thing for Zach Thompson. I think Zach Thompson is, is on the line today as well. At four and a half, I'm, I'm on less than that projection. That's when I'll probably pair up in, in some of the larger flexes. But like I said, you know – this is kind of the game we have to play sometimes. If he gets five, okay, I wash my hands. I come back tomorrow. It's not going to make or break me, but I feel it, it feels he's more likely to pick up four uh, than five, and so that that's another one. Uh, I think the bat 
I think the bat might have been right at four and a half, or maybe it was at three. I, I can't remember. Uh, I did, had, I did, it's around that number. It's around. Yeah, I did check it this morning, but so that's another one which fringy. I'll probably get in on it um, to kind of you know have so have a little bit of exposure. But other than that, that's right. Like like as Nate Brancho pointed out in, in in chat, and hit that thumbs up button. You know how much I love the thummy thumbs. Laporta just dropped five yards. If he got his under earlier today, he went from forty-seven and a half to forty-two and a half. Yeah. Like that's the name of the like, dude. Like that that there were there were numbers on I had a great NFL Sunday for prize picks. I hit Will, I hit five sixes and four fives. Incredible. Because I I I round robin and pair stuff together. So like like Mahomes and Kelsey unders, Pickett and Pickett overs. But the thing about I think Pickett's Pickett's closing number on prize picks. Would have busted. Gotcha. But I got him at over two nineteen and a half, and I think he, I, I think he closed at like two thirty something or whatever. And yeah, and the, like the time got, to get on NFL is right now, depending well, on which now part. through Thursday. Through, yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 Will. I think tomorrow a lot of projections will come out, and they'll adjust on stuff tomorrow. But then you also on Friday, like they don't put up all the markets. So like on no, Friday. You'll get a lot more of the the secondary markets, like the like Zach Moss and rushing attempts mm-hmm. on both sides felt like it almost felt like cheating. Yeah, on Sunday, so I had that. I had Alexander Madison like rushing attempts, like they put up these numbers, and I go, I go. The projections have like the attempts like four or five higher than this number. It was the and same thing no I did with Christian McCaffrey last week. Christian McCaffrey, I think, opened it. Either 15 and a half or 16 and a half. And I said, Oh, that's that's probably wrong. Like they're not they're not really sparing him in the rushing attempts, especially when I knew Ayuk was going to be out as well. Like a game they should have been in control of. I think he finished with 18 or 19. But but my point is like I'm saying that to support what you're saying. They they were definitely too low. And that's a category where the market's still inefficient right now. So if you get on them on time. You can really find some 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 really nice ones. And not, it doesn't move. It rarely moves because I don't think many people take advantage of those markets. Yeah, right. Yeah, I always I always get freaked out because I want to see if I want to see that it move because it shows that that I have market agreement. So when I'm taking Moss over 14 and a half rushing attempts on Friday, and then by Sunday morning it's still at 14 and a half rushing attempts, I go my my inclination isn't like well, I got to put more on it it's it's more of like I got to hold back because I didn't see any <laughs> well, market agreement but, and then see, I just I, I like take me. my head and I go why like dude the, the blitz has him at like 18 rushing attempts like, that's where why, a guy like me I double down I said, moving. Well, yeah see I'll look and I'll say wait a minute this is still way too low like and and, and here's why it was too low last week but I, I did have a little bit but it's because even though they were playing Baltimore, he's the lead. He is the lead. The back. only back. <laughs> yeah. The only they, back. They, 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 Deion Jackson was gone. Like he was out of the building. They, they released him. So that was, that was just, that was a mistake because it was a second start blender. And so the, the, the law of averages couldn't kick in to push him to 16. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't have enough data. And so that's another thing too. Like, like sometimes even with even with the the bat or the blip, if there's not enough data, it's gonna be conservative. And so if you know the situation, 
you can take advantage of that. And that's one of those situations where, you know, we were able to, to get in on it. And you, you just have to know that going in. Want to quickly look at the, the DFS slate for? Oh, absolutely. Rep? Absolutely. We'll take a couple of minutes on this. Feel free to hit that thumbs up button. Send your questions in the chat. If you're listening to this later or watching this later, which a lot of you do, uh, you could send in your uh, questions to the show to the mailbag, questions at theoryofdfs.com. You got DFS strategy questions about any sport, props, pick them, anything about the tools here at Roto Grinders. Just send them in. I, I I answer them all. Even if I, I mean, even if it takes to, if it's a show two weeks from now, I will always email you back. So you don't have to like listen and watch the show every day to see if your question gets taken. I will always email you to say, hey, I covered your question on today's show. Why don't you go check it out? So feel free to send in yeah. your questions to the mailbag, questions at theoryofdfs.com. So for, for DraftKings today, I mean, it's a pretty decently sized slate. We have we've got this weird We've got this weird difference in the slate, though. Like, one, uh, uh, FanDuel, FanDuel doesn't have the Coors game. It's not including Coors and DraftKings. Is, so I did want to point that out. Like, we, that's important to know. It doesn't seem like we have – I mean – on DraftKings, it seems like like you have Kevin Gausman at 11-5. Like, he's the stud. I mean, he's projected four points better than, like, any other pitcher on the slate. Mm-hmm. But then after him, it feels like – this feels like the type of slate where, like, there's a lot of viable, viable, like, viable pitchers, but you wouldn't mm-hmm. feel comfortable about any of them. And I think it's – I think to save the money over Gausman, you just – you're going to have to take some shots on some people. I mean, like that's, I mean, I take a look at the plate IQ projections, like Michael King is only 6K. So even if he only goes five innings, I mean, he can strike out six. Like, yeah. like Zach Thompson. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Zach Thompson's or Zach Davis or Paul. I know your favorite Paul Blackburn against, against Minnesota. <laughs> right. But I mean, the, some of these pitch, Corey Bradford, Tanner Hawk. I mean, a lot of pitchers on this slate. If you take a look at these pitch count numbers, like outside of like Gausman, like I don't know if any of these pitchers go over 100 pitches. So like, yeah, like it it caps a lot of these pitchers' upside. That if it's already if it's going to cap their upside, as might as well just pay down. Yeah, I, I don't hate Blackburn today at 6,700, and I don't play Blackburn every day. But in a matchup where he should still kind of be able to keep the ball on the ground. A team that will strike out a little bit more than league average. I don't hate him at 6,700. He's not the top of my list, uh, but I, I definitely think he's uh, he's in consideration. Um, I, I feel like Christian Javier may pick up some steam as we get closer to to the end of this the the slate because he's 8K facing Seattle. Um, so I I feel like he might pick up some steam. We've got him around 10% right now in terms of. Ownership, but nothing I think. really stands out ownership wise outside of like Gausman, maybe. maybe yeah. Bailey, Ober. I mean, yeah. everyone likes playing pitchers against the A's, so but I think 9100 for Bailey Ober, yeah, too expensive, right? For, especially for yeah. his pitch count, because I mean, he's someone that even against the A's, if he gets into trouble in one inning, like, yeah, he's coming he out, ain't going, he ain't he going, won't make to it. yeah, yeah, he won't make it, yeah, he won't make it. I, I, I will say this, I think. Now, now Blender, and see, here's where DFS is almost like handicapping, but in a different way, in a different way, right? So I'm not on any type of Justin Steele projections today in terms of fantasy points, strike or anything. But I think if there's one guy that has the upside, you got to know Justin Steele's not getting ownership. One, because he's facing the Braves. 
but he's got as much upside as Kevin Gaussman if it all comes together for him. So I'm saying that in large field tournaments, I do have some interest in Justin Steele despite this atrocious matchup because he he is he can go 100 pitches. I mean, like right, the- yeah, and he's essentially the only other guy that we've seen consistently recently seven to ten strikeouts like that. So so that's really all it is. Just like, hey, what if the Braves just have this one meltdown day where they don't hit well and he's picking up all these strikeouts? Like he could essentially get you there for almost almost 2k cheaper so i think in large field tournaments there's some value on steel and nobody's gonna like as long as he's two percent four percent owned right that's what i'm saying that that's what i'm saying if he's 15 percent like hey i'm not playing justin steel well he's not gonna be i can tell you he's not gonna be no i know i know we've got him around three four so i'm I, i did want to uh want to point that out for tournaments i think that's a a good tournament play even how about, how about, that would bats how about stacks so, so for me in terms of stacks uh i i always want to play the best teams uh, the problem is some of the some of the best teams are in, in rough spots i would have been all over arizona today we're going to see how the weather shakes out but i think them against uranium is a is a really good spot for us um, that's probably going to be my favorite spot <clears throat> as long as the weather shakes out. And I'm, I'm going to have my fair share of Cubs against Bryce Elder. Uh, that's another spot. Same game as the Braves. Uh, probably some of the best weather. It's about, you know, projected to be around 80 degrees, which is, you know, going to be some of the best weather on the slate. Uh, on DraftKings, you know, I don't play Coors um, Blender, so I just fade Coors every slate. That's just my personal thing. Because, oh, let me say this. Whenever the ownership gets out of control, it's getting a full fade. It's getting a full fade. And so um, most times I will fade because the ownership – and the ownership may be out of control today because the Dodgers are facing Feltman. Um, I don't mind some Texas against Reed Detmers. Uh, That's been another team that's been good this season. And I also don't mind Houston against George Kirby. So despite the fact that Kirby's been serviceable pretty good this season, I always like to take good teams and – Slightly tougher spots because they're not they're not going to get the ownership. Like I'm looking at Houston's ownership right now, no one's above five percent, and they're expensive, so I'm not anticipating them getting garnering much ownership when we got a game in course. You can see here in our plate IQ current current plate IQ projections. Remember these projections get updated multiple times throughout the day as starting lineups come out, how weather and umpire changes and and everything and news and pitch counts and whatever uh, that are mean optimal lineup, which is something that, I mean, you wouldn't play in GPPs, uh, five Diamondbacks, right? Five Diamondbacks in it. And we have to see that weather report. Roth has it at yellow-orange. So uh, that game, that that's 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 not, that game, that, that doesn't start in the beginning of the slate, right? Right, Arizona, Arizona, 740. Okay, 740 Eastern isn't that bad. Yeah, so we, we may have information, and especially if it's postponed. We'll probably get that before lock, but what I would suggest everyone do, tune into crunch time, right? It's free, right? Five o'clock Eastern on this channel, on this YouTube channel, subscribe. You'll get Grinders Live. Then at 620, as presented by FanDuel, you get crunch time and Kevin Roth hosts and he's the weather guy. So we'll go, he'll show you radar and he'll go through and give, give his, his prediction based on his, his proprietary models of you know what 
But the probabilities of certain situations happening with weather, of course, his original report you could get for free here at Roto Grinders. Go to the weather, the weather page, rotogrinders.com slash weather slash MLB. And uh, he puts this up early in the morning. He updates this, uh, you know, like 4.35 o'clock. And then he gives you all the updates from there. I, I mean, obviously on Twitter as well. He does that as it, as a service. And then on, on crunch time, you could ask him questions of like, what do you really think? So, I mean, this is gonna be a, it's going to be a key spot. It's the it's the most, I mean, it's orange in his in his morning color. So, like he says, my current thinking is that storms over the ballpark at first pitch will trigger a late start, but then they lift northeast over the lake shortly thereafter. That's putting a lot of faith in timing of forecast models this far out. So we'll need to revisit later. Cool winds in from the left center at near ten miles an hour. So this will be a game that you're gonna probably need to check out crunch time. And uh, if, if, if maybe it'll be chalky and it ends up, you know, they're having problems with it. Or it could be one of those types of things, Will, where everyone's too scared to play the game and it projects well. And then you get like half the ownership that you should get on the game. Yeah. Yeah. A tale of two cities. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anything else uh, MLB today? DFS props pick them? No, I, I think I think I'm good. Um yeah, that that's that's mostly where I am for for today's slate. For how for how big for as many MLB games are on the board today, not much value, not as much value as I expected. Yesterday, yesterday were four games, so I'm like, I know I'm going into into the the Pickham streets, going, this is going to be sparse to find and, five. And, and I, I actually had pretty good value yesterday. I was able to get um, um, Schmidt at five and a half early. Um, I did take. Some I took two hitters yesterday as well, just because I thought the spots were fairly good for them versus the projections. Like I took uh, Corbin Carroll at more than one and a half hits, runs, RBIs, mm-hmm. and then I also took uh, Marcus Simeon. He was at seven and a half fantasy points in a pretty good spot. Projections, you know, were, were pretty good, so I, I took that one as well. Um, I took Snell more than seventeen and a half pitching outs. I took. Um, uh, Geez, uh, Verlander, more than 17 and a half pitching outs. And I took, uh, um, and I got this one early because once I got, so I got in on it, then they pulled it immediately. This was uh, Santander, uh, not Santander, geez, Sandoval, Pablo Sandoval. I took him less than 17 and a half pitching outs. I didn't think he was getting six innings at all. And he think he finished four. So I got, but I got those early. I mean, he got, also, also he got, he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, oh, he got hurt. Yeah, he well, got hurt. He, he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. That will. Yeah, yeah. Will. He walked like four guys in three innings. He wasn't. Ma- he, he wasn't, wasn't making, making the pitch. Yeah. You. Your pitching outs were safe, no matter what. I. I yeah. think no matter. I think he was at yeah. like sixty-three pitches, three innings in. I think. Yeah. He yeah. So, but he did. I'm he just, did come out of the game hurt. Yeah, but I got that. But I got that one in early. I don't know seven, eight more, whatever time it was. And they went in. They were like, "Hey, oh, Sandoval's gone," but he was still on underdog. So if mm-hmm. people got it on underdog, they were fine. So yesterday, I was surprised that we had some little value there, you know, for four games. I was shocked, really. But I put those in early, and I didn't put anything else in. Like, that was it. I didn't I didn't go back to the wells. Nothing there. So if you want Will's prize picks and underdog content, you'll, you'll have a video tomorrow for NFL? NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep, for okay. NFL. And, and uh, you, you post stuff up on scores and odds as well, right? 
Yep, I post on scores and odds, and uh, I post in the prop shop. And 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 let me just and, uh, uh, to be clear: the prop shop is a free Discord channel, part of the Roto Grinders Discord. You you go to rotogrinders.com slash Discord, join mm-hmm. our Discord, and people could get. I mean, I mean, anyone that's watching right now could join the prop shop. It it it, it just, you don't have to be a premium member or nothing, right? Yeah, correct. Correct. Just understand no, no it's premium. chaos in there. Just, just be because because we let all the riffraff in. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying it's it's bad. I'm just saying that it's not something that you're like, oh, I've missed the chat for eight hours. Let me go back and read all the messages because yeah, you don't want to do that. You, you'll miss a lot. Yeah, it's not like Blender's protected channel where right. I mean, it's like a nice, a nice little. It feels like I'm in a, like my my study. Like one of those old timey studies, yeah. Like Sherlock, yeah. like with all the books behind, nice and quiet, a candle, some whiskey, and then people yeah. can come in. And it's like, ah, hey, sit down, sit down. Let you want to have a talk? Let's have it. Let's have a talk. Yeah, right. Yeah. Prop shop. It's, it, it's yeah. four this in the is, morning, like and there's people party. yelling about esports. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, projections it's like a house and Valorant stuff, and all over the tennis in the middle of the night. It's oh so yeah, T- tennis has become a, a huge hit. Uh, in the prop shop, but let me just say, Blender, because I, I did want to clear this up about those videos. A lot of times I'm doing two picks because they're they're supposed to be short videos, but really those are those are choices that I'm saying, hey, take this, pair it with other things that you like. So, um, you know, it's not about you know locking it down to a two pick or anything like that. It's really about you adding it into you know whatever else you found that you you hopefully you weren't on this, and I found something that I could present to you that would be successful. Yeah, so Will, you could follow him on Twitter. Chief Justice 06. NFL stuff tomorrow from him. And you'll you'll, you'll be I mean you'll you'll be back on the show. Hey, NBA season's coming up, right? It's, it's coming. There's nothing rapidly. better, Will, than talking about an NBA slate at eleven in the morning when 74 people are on the injury report. Woo! I I am not <coughs> looking forward to having to sweat Anthony Davis leaving a basketball game in the first quarter and not returning. Uh, thank goodness for reboots on prize picks. Well, or, it's going to uh, be this, this year in NBA. They make it, they're making that policy that like only one star player could rest in a game. I, I totally think shenanigans. I totally think what you're talking like, like it'll be the type of thing where they want to rest both like LeBron and AD or something like that. Mm-hmm. And LeBron will start the game, play one shift, and then never come back. <laughs> right? And that, like, and, and like, it'll be one of those Kawhi things. Like, he'll play one, he'll play six minutes to start the game, and then right. sit. Right? Because it's like, or, like, oh, or that they'll pull the Draymond we Green. Didn't him. We didn't they'll sit him. They'll pull the Draymond play. Green. Draymond got in for the tip off. Right. And they came They out. got the ball down the court, and they subbed him. Right. <laughs> Oh, this is uh, going to be great, but this is going to be so great. Okay, hit that like button on your way out the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. We got Grinders Live later today. Crunch time to follow. I'll be back tomorrow. Noto's, Noto's back on. We'll be taking a first look at NFL Week 4 slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. So get your questions in. Questions at theoryofdfs.com, and I'll answer them. That's what I do here. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on Roto Grinders today.